Hi there, and welcome to the Ones to Watch podcast. Here we discuss exciting technology companies with their founders and CEOs leading their industries, going deep on strategy, success, and their plans for future industry disruption and domination. I'm Paul Quattrocasas, founder and CEO of Aqua Partners and creator of the Ones to Watch podcast. Stay on after the show, and we'll share with you how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest growing podcasts in our industry. With that, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Ones to Watch, where we interview people at the cutting edge of technology about their solutions for the future. We're very excited today to welcome uh, Yudi Shamai, who is with Hyper. So uh, welcome to the show, Yudi. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for for inviting me, Miranda. Uh, So first of all, why don't you tell us a little bit about Hyper and what it is you do? What is the solution that you are providing? Uh, thank you very much, Miranda. We are uh, uh, in the hyper. We're building, designing, and building a fully autonomous store. That is a uh, stores that are uh, made for fast food, but with no human interference, 100% robotic and automation. Um, just, just if you can imagine a store that you know, like a brick and mortar store that has no people inside. It's only robots. And, oh, wow. it's dancing, and it's dancing to a 40-foot container. Oh, wow. Very interesting. And so how do uh, – so then do people just kind of come up? Like it's sort of like a, a, a vending machine you could walk into? How does that work? Uh, it, it is. It is a, a huge vending machine. It's a production, a big production uh, unit that uh, – it, it's actually – it's standalone. So – Generally speaking, in, in other words, you could have put it into a regular store, but the, the way we did it was just like a vending machine. And the idea behind it was that we can move it anywhere we want. It's not meant for movement. It's mm. not like a truck or something like that. But you can, if you got the wrong location, you can move the, the actual unit to anywhere you want. Now, it's a big unit. It's, it's, a, it's a 12 meter unit so uh, or 40 foot. So, uh, you can imagine how big, big this thing is. Now, you cannot walk into it. Uh, it's not for carryout. It's 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 a proprietary for delivery. So you would you would uh, if you if you'd have to place it somewhere, uh, you would probably put it in a parking lot uh, somewhere outside, like a, a place where you can reach it from all angles uh, and it's very easy to access. And then no humans go into it. It's it's a uh, Ozone, uh, there's there's ozone inside, so no insects, no no nothing inside. It's just nothing can live inside except the food. No bacteria oh. as well. Oh, very nice. And so then uh, people place their orders, and the food is delivered outside of the container. Exactly. People people uh, we 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 our customers. We have a few kind of customers, but let's say we're talking about big big multinational brands. So big multinational brands would would place this thing as a delivery unit uh, instead of using the QSR uh, or restaurant in a way that you would need to uh, you need to uh, uh, change the whole premise in order to uh, to be able to deliver from there. 
you need to place boxes and people and phones and uh, screens and all this. So instead of this, you got a unit which is only delivery, proprietary for delivery. And a company like McDonald's could place hundreds of those in designated areas. And these ones would deliver to all the area. Okay. So, so yeah. Th- this is the idea. Okay. Yeah. So, so what gave you the idea to come up with something like this? This this seems like something that might be um, a little bit uh, kind of different in terms of like supply chain and how people get and how people get their food. So, uh, what prompted you to come up with this idea that seems a little bit disruptive? You're very right, Miranda. About this, this is not a. This is a very disruptive idea. All, all my life, my, my mature life or business life, I've been around this business. I've been, uh, I've managed Domino's Pizza and Pizza Hut and other restaurants that you know, uh, multinational brands. And what I've learned from all this was, that I, and I've, all these years, I've developed different kind of software and hardware to to uh, to make this world more advanced. And as you know, because you interview so many people in this <laughs> cutting edge technology, you know, it is this this business, uh, the, the food business is the last business anybody wants to go into in terms of technology. Uh, and we've kind of uh, moved into this technology from a place like uh, uh, building software and hardware all around the store, but never touched the human, the, the human factor. Mm-hmm. Now, now what we have here, what we have here, is 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 completely with no human interference. So that's kind of, the idea came to me, and I was looking and said, "What can I make? How can I make a difference?" Everything is getting so tough because the the regularity is getting to, so tough. The QA, the the, the the problem, you know, the quality assurance is making uh, uh, in terms of food is going higher and higher all the time, and the problem is that. People don't want to work, really don't want to work in this business anymore. Uh, it looks like, you know, we're, we're, we're getting new people each time. We're training them. We're working a lot to keep them. We're paying them more. But I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not pissing anyone. But, you know, like <laughs> young young people, what they want to do is they say, listen, they don't want to work anymore in these works. They've got they got better works there that offer them better, better jobs. They offer them better money. So it, it, so it was only logic. To say that 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 you know the next step would be that you know pushing all the people out and getting machines in which make and you eating every every food that you're eating you know buying from the supermarket all the time is like it's all done by machine so it's 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 only done more accurate clean more clean and it, it never it late for work. Or, or, or nobody calls him in the middle of the work. He has to answer the phone and he's wrong and he doesn't come to work and you know what kind of shape, mood he's in. <laughs> a machine is a machine. Yeah, so that, now that's interesting. Now you talk about uh, you talk about kind of creating this as a way to, I mean, it reduces turnover, like you said. I mean, there's always people moving in and out. You have to train them. That costs money. Um, and so something like this, this autonomous store, uh, would allow folks, uh, would allow business owners to, um, you know, uh, reduce that turnover, reduce the costs, uh, but then also provide high quality uh, product, high quality food uh, to their customers. Absolutely, you said it all. <laughs> it's it's going it's going it's going to be. You know, when people ask me, I was in the states uh, two yeah. weeks ago. 
Yeah. And uh, people people were talking to me about this, and I said to them, so they said, what is the most important thing uh, about this business? And I said, the most important thing is the fact that when I try to sell it to somebody, I, I said to him, listen, you make, you're make you going to make piles of money. You, you're going to make a lot more money that you're making now. So in, in our business, if you're making 1% more, you're a genius. People mm-hmm. hug you. They love you. They, you know, they say how, how smart you are and all this. Not, this this machine is doing it's doubling the profit. It doubles your profit. So there's no there's no no labor. Just think of it a business with no labor. So obviously this is this is a, this is a game changer. And I want to tell you something I never said before. Oh, but yes. I looked at, at the I looked at the previous interviews and I thought there's something interesting that I want to tell you here is it, it's not just the business. It's what's going to happen to this to this whole to this whole. Uh, uh, I'd say um, arena. All this, 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 this business, food business. Because the pro- the thing is that people are going to go into it, and whoever is not going to go into it is not going to go into robotics, machinery, uh, high efficiency, and all this. Would would be would be in in difficulties. It will have to. It wouldn't have the flexibility in pricing. It wouldn't be able to offer things. It wouldn't be able to work twenty four by seven. There's a lot of things that that that. that you know, the old, old brands cannot do. And I think we are looking, and that's the story here, we're looking at a time where a lot of new brands are going to show up in the States, a lot of new brands. Digital ones who's going to use very smart technology and, and would challenge all the big brands. Very nice, very nice. So, so then how does this kind of work a little bit? Because um, we've talked about it's got the robotics, um, it can deliver the food. Uh, what is, how, how does that work? How do people then order the food? How does the food get distributed um, when they come to, uh, come to the store, this autonomous store? How does that kind of, what's the kind of, I guess, uh, flow of how people order the food, how the food gets there? How does that all work? Okay, so let's let's say we're doing uh, pizza, for instance. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's say you are, uh, it's a Pizza Hut store. Okay, right. so Pizza Hut store would mean that you you would order from Pizza Hut uh, app and you would order the pizza you want, like, you know, uh, uh, classic dough with pepperoni, half pepperoni, half onion or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, with uh, jalapenos. And so, well, we got the, we got the story. Could I forget it that the toppings? <laughs> and then <laughs> mushrooms and other stuff. Okay, we got yeah. it. So, yeah, they, yeah. so you open, you order a pizza, okay? And then they, they, this, this goes into their servers. And from their servers, the, it, goes, it, it goes from the cloud into, into the uh, specific a specific store, restaurant, a hyper store that they bought, which is a, a Pizza Hut hyper store there. Right. And it gives it it gives it the order, that kind of dough. So it takes this, you have a machine that takes the dough from from the dough, cap, the dough cabinet and then goes into, into a place where the, the, uh, the sauce is being uh, uh, distributed and then, and then uh, uh, the toppings is being distributed and then it goes uh, to the oven, and from the oven, it's doing the cutting out of the oven. It puts it in a box, and then it goes to a place where it goes. It's done the bundling. Let's say you ordered, uh, uh, for instance, uh, you ordered uh, uh, chicken wings, and you ordered uh, corn or whatever, and it goes with the pizza. So you got all the hot stuff in one box. And all the cold stuff, the drinks that you got or whatever, you know, ice cream you got, 
on a different box, but it's the same one. It's the same box, but spread. Mm-hmm. And then when the delivery, delivery guy comes in, he puts his card and it knows which delivery, okay, to assign to this specific delivery guy. So the okay. right, the right, so the right order comes in, it opens, the act, the edge is open, and he, he just pulls out, you know, the things he, he's taking, you know, the boxes, he puts them in the, in the car, or whatever, and he goes away. And it's got a ticket and everything inside. So it's all digital. All digital. It doesn't take anything. It just, it doesn't just take the stuff and goes away. So if you're working with DoorDash or GrabHub or Ruby Eats, you can have wherever it delivers. We, 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 the, the, the app is, is related to it. Uh, we got an API with them. So they can, you know, you can, whoever is doing the delivery for you, will do the delivery for you. In terms of the uh, backbone, of the kitchen, meaning, you know, the supply chain, mm-hmm. the only difference is that you would need to put the uh, toppings and uh, these, these other things that you put over there in different shape, meaning it's the same cut, but it comes in a different way because we, we, we dis, uh, distribute it in a, different, uh, in a different way. So the only thing they have to do is put it in different packaging. That's all. Okay. Very cool. So, so it's just, uh, so, so it really does just offer a way for um, uh, just to kind of make these operations more efficient. Uh, And then, (laughs) then like you said, it's, it's available 24 hours uh, because anybody can come and get that. And, and it interacts with the DoorDash and the Uber Eats and, and all of those things. So, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah. So why don't you talk to, to us a little bit about, um, you know, uh, how how you plan to uh, kind of push this out there, kind of your product roadmap, if you will, how you're kind of marketing it out there, kind of getting it out there to the world uh, to let people know. I mean, you said you've come to the States in the last couple of weeks um, and you've done some other things like that. So what are you working on to kind of spread awareness of this? Right. So obviously our, our, uh, we're focusing in the American market because everything starts from the American market. This, this is a, going to be an American company placed in the U.S. Um, so our customers are all around the U.S. Uh, in terms of uh, we're looking at different kinds of customers, not only brands, but also brands who want to expand quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the model. I, I didn't mention the model, but just uh, but I, I I think you're going to like this. The idea behind, just think of it. If you got a, a check of vending machines, right, hundreds yes. of vending machines that are moving in, on, uh, on a ship from the east to Hamburg. And then in one, let's say they all hamburgers, you know, stores right. like hyper hamburger stores. So let's say a company like Shake Shack can have 500 stores in one day. Okay. Oh, wow. they, instead of... Like, now just think of it because you can place all these 500 in their specific designated places that would that would you know would check before and decided these would be the places and actually all the headquarters the marketing the, the advertisement and everything is working on all those 500 stores and not just on one store and then another store and then five stores and then 10 stores mm. so the the question you people ask themselves was why don't why can't you open 100 stores in one day the reason you can't open 100 stores in one day, you have to find 100 locations. You have to build the stores. You have to then train the people for these stores. Well, if you buy hyper restaurants, you don't need to do all this. You just have to play, find parking lots in all these places 
and just price them. Put them in the electricity, water, sink, and uh, and uh, uh, communication. Four four things, and it's plug and play. And you got a chain. You got to if you put a hundred, you got a hundred stores in one day. Zero to a hundred in no time. So right, that, yeah. that, that's the idea. That, that's the idea about the 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 uh, specific. Uh, so the roadmap, you asked something about the roadmap, and I want to say something about this. Mm-hmm. We're introducing the first store at the end of July. This is this store. Uh, to separate the boys from the men, we are in a place where we can put a store. July. This is July. It's two months from, from now. Right, yeah. You can see the store, and, and I invite you, Miranda, to come over and taste the first pizza. So <laughs> we're, we're going to do, do a Pizza Hut uh, store. Uh, in in Israel, the first one, oh, very nice. um, and then and then we 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 have the first store uh, in the uh, U.S. in February uh, 2022, um, and then we we'll, we we'll start uh, we we'll start implementing stores, and we're going to introduce the burger, the first burger store in January 2022. It's not 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 too far from now from from where we are now. So you, so you're far enough along that you are ready to roll these out and get them going. Yeah, we are. We are. We we have the first store. We are actually, if you if you were here now, I would probably take you over to see it. But you know, <laughs> uh, it's not. It's not. Uh, we we made the introduction on the 17th of March this year. Mm-hmm. We showed people uh, there were, people. You know, a lot of investor came in. They were they were put their own order from their app. And and the pizza came out, and they could have tasted the pizza. So we're there. July is 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 next corner, and uh, we're, we're we're there. And uh, you could you could you probably maybe we could talk again in July, and I'll show you get some pictures and all this. So this is going to work. There's going to be a lot of reporters coming in from all the world, and some TVs and everything. We really want to uh, to see this. It's the first uh, autonomous store that I I know, uh, fast food store that I know. And that's it. And then we, we we're going out for production. And as I said, February and on, we're going to so right now only only pizza. But uh, uh, 2022, we're going to have uh, burger as well. And then oh. bowl food. And then uh, also uh, salads and different different verticals. Very nice. So you'll so you'll be able to uh, so folks who want to like you said, uh, smaller brands who want to scale up quickly or establish. Uh, establish their own um, their own chain could actually do the same thing uh, fairly, and, fairly and dark quickly. kitchens, yeah, dark kitchen, yes. The, the, we're we uh, they say you know somebody said to me in the states when I was there he said to me Udi you ghosting the ghost kitchen. Yes, yes, the ghost kitchens. Yes, those popped up quite a lot during uh, the pandemic, and uh, and this this would be kind of a game changer even for the ghost kitchens. Um, we have one here where I live, and uh, it's the only place to get bow here in <laughs> in where I live. It's the only place to get bow. Um, but yeah. So, so now you talked about having the delivery drivers come. You've talked about it being like a, like a ghost kitchen, but you're ghosting the ghost kitchens, which is awesome. Uh, but, uh, but I also assume, I mean, you mentioned investors being able to order it on their app and come up. Would ordinary folks be able to come up and uh, put in an order and pick it up rather than waiting for delivery? Yes. Well, uh, we, we didn't, we didn't, uh, we don't have this version yet. 
-hmm. but we're working on one with four or five hatches mm -hmm. because we have uh, we have people uh, also in the U.S. talking to us about uh, football, uh, 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 you know, uh, football areas and, you know, all kind of sports. Well, people right. uh, come in and they want to, <laughs> yeah, and they want and they want and they want to have uh, something to eat before. So mm -hmm. this can feed a lot of people very very fast. Okay, it's very efficient. It could mm -hmm. produce a lot of a lot of uh, food and a different vertical. So if we have uh, we will have three four in future we'll have three four five verticals. Then you can place one one against the other, uh, uh, one next sorry one next to the other, and then. Uh, have them, you know, people come in and place from uh, from the from the web app. They can place the order, and they just they show the uh, you know they identify themselves somehow, and then they get the order order. So they could do it from you know already sitting from when they're sitting in the uh, in the football match, you know, and they they already place the uh, the order when they get there. It's already there, you know, ready for them. Uh, so that they are you you got it right. There are still certain different. Uh, 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 you know ways that you know we, we're trying to to get to to, to have it for the customer. Uh, I'd say a better experience and 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 make it something different. You know that uh, one of the my thinking is this is nothing. Uh, not that I uh, I just think I'm just you know levering out with you about this, but you know I think that uh, also the aggregators like DoorDash and GrabHub. Mm -hmm. And Uber Eats will will eventually have their own, they have their own brands. Right. Yeah. They'll be racing. Yeah, they'll be racing against against the people they're giving service now because they would need to get better. They'll be more profitable. And right now, uh, once the restaurants are going to slow down a bit because of uh, of the high cost that they're taking, and it's all percentage that they're taking from the top from the average ticket. Then um, I think they will be looking at maybe hyper or hyper competition as a, a way, you know, to to get themselves uh, a better ROI and uh, be more profitable. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Very cool. So, um, real quickly, can you tell us a little bit about your company and your company culture, and the kinds of um, things you're doing to um, kind of grow together as a company, and um, you know, keep keep your own personal uh, company and workforce culture intact as you move forward. Well, this, this, this yeah, this is uh, this is an interesting point, Miranda, because. Uh, we are we are in a different um, this, this is a different times now, um, and the thing about it is that um, we all a more a more mature culture in terms of uh, I'm 59. You know, it's it's not a regular age for uh, for uh, startups. So, uh, but 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 a lot of our people, the people that were, that you know, my team are, are uh, you know around 40. Uh, and uh, we have a great team. I, I'm very fortunate to work with such a, such great people. I've worked all my life with great people. Really, I, I was very fortunate on that, I must say. But this team is amazing. And the reason it's amazing is that I think people have has a lot of experience, and they bring that, that experience. And it's not just their experience in, in the business, but experience in life, in how to work with people. So the culture of working is so nice. People are talking to each other and consulting each other. And, and, and when I go into a, 
you know, like a, 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 a team meeting. I love it. I said, wow, this is, this is unbelievable. And it's, uh, it's all because these, the, the, the people are, are, you know, they have different. So the culture is amazing. It's an amazing team. And this is why I think this business is going to be amazing because amazing people are doing amazing things. Very cool. Very cool. Well, um, that about wraps us up for this episode. So thank you so much, uh, UD, for uh, joining us. And uh, once again, uh, UD Shamai, he is with Hyper. You can find Hyper at hyper-robotics.com. Is there anything else that you need folks to know in order to find you? Uh, Not really, but I want to thank you. For inviting me, it was a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, it was a pleasure to talk to you as well. And remember, everybody else, be sure to subscribe to The Ones to Watch so that you can hear more great stories from folks who are disrupting our world. Thank you again, uh, Yudi, and we hope to speak to you again soon after your first store is launched. Thank you very much. listening to the ones to watch podcast if you're interested in sharing your company's story and joining us as a guest on the show please visit www.aquapartners.com slash podcast slash apply if you liked what you heard please also visit me and my firm aqua partners on linkedin and connect we're always keen to expand our networks and engage with like-minded individuals also please subscribe to our show on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Once again, I'm Paul Quatracasas. Thanks for listening to the Ones to Watch podcast.